that he that God had the power to heal blindness, that God had the power to raise the dead, all those things. He did not preach that miracles were still for today. He preached a simple salvation message for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And y'all, with that and with his faithfulness and diligence to that, millions of people gave their life to Christ. And if you know that, you ought to say amen to that. Amen. Yet and still, he had not declared a priest to anybody that he had received Acts 1 and 8, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I started thinking about Lula Man. I started thinking about Stephen Wonder going to Billy Graham. And then I thought, what if his mother had taken him to Oral Roberts? Because Oral Roberts started off just like Billy Graham, a Methodist preacher, a denominational preacher. And many people get thrown off when I'm talking about denominations and stuff. Y'all, I thank God for the Baptist church. Somebody say amen. amen. I, 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 I thank God for the Baptist church. I thank God for all the stuff I learned. I learned how to preach in the Baptist church. Somebody say amen. I learned the books of the Bible in the Baptist church. Hallelujah. I learned so much in the Baptist church. But y'all, denominational churches, for the most part, do not believe in the power. They do not. They don't teach it. And, 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 and Billy Graham was Baptist and all Roberts was Methodist and they were in the same boat. Neither one of them had any power. Neither one of them preached a, 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 a scripture or preached a gospel that was full of the miraculous work and power of God. But the difference between what happened between all Roberts and Billy Graham was this. Or Roberts received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And do you know that there's several stories of him laying hands on blind people and then receiving their sight? How many, how many of us believe that? How many of y'all believe that that's possible? Even still for today. Yeah. So God had me on this rabbit trail and wanted me to distinguish to the people of God the difference between salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. Look at Romans 15 and 19. This is our difference. I love what Paul says. With the power of signs and wonders, and by the power of the Holy Spirit that started from Jerusalem as far as round about to Lycrum, I have fully preached the gospel. Let me turn that scripture around. I fully preached the gospel with the power of signs, wonders, and the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me flip it another way. If I do not have signs and wonders, I have not fully preached the gospel. I preach a partial gospel because part of the gospel is that you can accept Christ and when you die, you go to heaven. But another part of the gospel is that you can be healed while you're on earth. Come on, somebody. That you can prosper. Come on, somebody. That you can have peace. Come on, somebody. That you can be free from all demonic 
uh, spirits that oppress or repress or possess. Somebody say amen. He said with power, the power of signs and wonders, I fully preach the gospel of Christ. So I want to ask you today, <laughs> let's go to another scripture, guys. Romans 1.16. I want to ask you today, if you're in a church that fully preaches the gospel, here's one question. Are you ashamed of that? When you're around other Christians, are you ashamed of that? Are you ashamed that you go to church where the pastor speaks in tongues? Are you ashamed that we lay hands on the sick and they recover? Are you ashamed that we've seen the dead raised? Come on, somebody. Are you ashamed that we've seen the blind receive their sight? How many of y'all were at that service? Let me see. Yeah, look around, new people. Are you ashamed that, you, that, that we've had deaf people receive their hearing? How many of y'all was at that service? Mm -hmm. Praise God. And the woman that happened to is over there interpreting, back there waving hand. Somebody say amen. We got receipts. Ain't that what y'all call them? Praise God. So y'all, we're not the same as other churches. I can't hear my people in here. Do I have any? Does anybody in here? We're not the same as other churches. Because we fully preach the gospel with signs and wonders. There are other churches that say there are no signs and wonders. There are other churches that say, if you go up and say, man, I got cancer, they say, oh, all we can do is pray. But have you checked into uh, MD Anderson? Because they know they have no power to cure cancer. But how many of y'all know over here, we're going to lay hands on you and expect cancer to leave your body? Somebody ought to say something. For we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the what? We don't preach a powerless gospel over here. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So now, here we go. You can be saved. You can be born again and not have the power. But there is a different experience, and I want you to understand that. Look at this. At salvation, I want you to look at your sheet. Let's go to Romans 10.9. It's not on the notes as well. We're going to go back to the notes in a minute. Romans 10, 9. How are you saved? That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Now, I believe you can be saved and not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I got a lot of precious friends who are saved and they don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe they're saved. I believe they're going to heaven. Because all is required is if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised you from the dead, you shall be saved. John 3, 16, I'll have to turn there. says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but shall have what? Everlasting life, right? All you got to do is believe and you're saved. I believe that there are a lot of people that are saved but have, don't have no power in the sense that what we're talking about my grandmother, Mama Long, was saved for years. She was saved for 50-some years and, and denied the power of the Holy Ghost. 
She didn't believe in it. And she said, like most good Baptists was taught to say back then, when I got saved, I got all the Holy Ghost I'll ever need. Now, when you got saved, you did get the Holy Ghost. You cannot be saved without the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. You receive the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, and, and, uh, but there is another experience. I wrote about it in the book that I wrote uh, uh, about my grandmother that she had a friend that she worked with that was a Christian, but she was Holy Ghost filled. And she would tell my grandmother every day, she said, oh, Eunice, one day you're going to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and you're going to run in here and tell me that you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she'd tell that lady, she said, baby, when I got saved, I got all the Holy Ghost I'll ever need. Well, lo and behold, come on, somebody. She went to a Fred Price uh, meeting there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Pastor Gould was having it. It was in the Holiday Inn. And, and, and Fred Price was preaching about faith. And at the end, he said, anybody wants the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I want you to come up here. And she, she said she didn't even know how she stood up and got to the front, but she was at the front. And when Fred Price, the late Fred Price, laid hands on her, she received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and started speaking in tongues. She spoke in tongues, driving all the way home. When she got home, she spoke in tongues for another two or three hours, crying with her daughter Sharon in the living room. And she kept speaking in tongues. And before she died, she was still speaking in tongues because she was full of the Holy Ghost. There is a difference. Everybody say, that's a difference. Say, salvation, your sins are forgiven. Y'all looking at your sheet? At salvation, you're justified by God. I mean, you're justified. That means, that means you're just as if you never sinned. All your sins are taken away. At new birth, Romans 10, 9, you're adopted into God's family. What benefits, right? Yeah, yeah. This is what? Billy Graham preached and so many got saved. And salvation, your sin nature is defeated. You know you can have victory over sin just because you got saved? Somebody say amen. When you get saved and salvation, you inherit eternal life. Isn't that what it says? Right? John 3, 16. Whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have what? Everlasting life. You pass from darkness to light. Something that does happen. I remember when I got saved, people say, What's the, what, what happened to you? I was six years old. They said, man, you're different. I hadn't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit yet. But they could see I passed from darkness to light. And then you received the Holy Spirit in you and the fruits of the Spirit. But what's the difference? When you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, come on, somebody. You have power to be a witness. Uh, uh, Ken Hagen says that he was a, uh, a Baptist preacher. He was a Baptist preacher, and he was pastoring a Baptist church. And he said he had one of them deacons because people was being filled with the Holy Ghost, and one of his deacons, and they, they gave a lot of money. They said, if that tongue-talking Holy Ghost stuff ever come to this church, I'm pulling my family out, we're leaving. So they were rich, so they had a lot of money. So if they left, it would affect the church financially. Said, that, that Holy Ghost stuff ever get in our church, we're leaving. 
So they went off on vacation, went overseas. They was gone for a couple of months and so forth. And between that time, uh, uh, Kenny Hagin had gotten the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So when that man got back from his trip, he went to one of the other deacons. He said, what happened to our little preacher? He said, what do you mean? He said, it's something different about him. He said, what you talking about? He said, well, he, he just, he's more powerful. He, when, when he preached now, you know, when he was preaching before, he was there. But now, it seemed like he got more power. He said, yeah. So the man knew that he had gotten the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, I mean, he's more powerful and, and he's stronger. And, and the word is stronger. And, and I, I can feel it. Like, like the word, it, it does me more good. And, and then the man told him, he said, well, he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He said the deacon started crying. He said, I know you said that if the Holy Ghost and uh, of speaking in tongues and all that, he said, he spoke in tongues too. He said, if all that came out church, he said, you leave. He said, he, he started crying. He said, I was so wrong. Huh? And he stayed. Somebody say amen. amen. But there is a difference. Somebody say amen. amen. When you get the baptized in the Holy Ghost, you receive power. Everybody say power. Everybody say power. The anointing is poured out on you. The Bible talks about the Holy Ghost as rain. It says that uh, even calls it the latter rain. Uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the second chapter of, 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 of the, the, the book of Acts, when the Holy Ghost came, uh, it, it's, it's been often characterized as, as, as an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. So that the, the Holy Spirit... It will pour out on you like rain. There's, a, there's an anointing that comes upon you. And then there's some evidences that you get the Holy Spirit, y'all. Uh, there's an evidence of speaking. Somebody say amen. And most of the time, it's an unknown tongue. And we talked about it while we was out of town. Why every born-again believer needs to pray and be able to speak in tongues. And we'll get to that some, sometime maybe next week. We'll get to it again. But there's an evidence of speaking in tongues. And sometimes... It's prophesying. And sometimes, as my wife did, you're just uncontrollably laughing because you have joy. And then you speak with tongues. And then you receive all the nine gifts of the Holy Ghost begin to function in the words of wisdom, the words of knowledge, the words of prophecy. Somebody say amen. Power gifts, gifts of healing, gifts of working of miracles, all those things, gifts of faith, and those things begin to operate in your life. And sometimes you have uh, the, the public speaking of tongues and interpretation of tongues and, and, and the gifts of prophecy. So you get the, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I want to know today, I want you to turn on the back of this, this, this sheet. Now I want you to understand that you are in a church that believes uh, some different things than maybe the churches that you came out of. Somebody say amen. So yeah, we're guilty. We are word of faith. Everybody say amen. amen. Look at Romans 10 and 8. It said, but what saith it? The word is not the even in thy mouth and in thy heart that is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith is a message that encourages believers to speak what they desire in agreement with the promises and the provision of the Bible. Somebody say, that's me. And I'm not ashamed of it. Don't let nobody make you ashamed of the fact that we believe in prosperity. So I used to I used to cringe a little bit when people say, "Well, you're a prosperity preacher." When I started looking in the Bible, is prosperity in the Bible? Yeah, beloved. I wish above all things that you would what 
prosper and be in good health even as your what? Soul what? Prosper. The word prosper is in there at least two times, right? And then when we go back <laughs> to the Old Testament, it says that God finds pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Somebody say amen. So we believe in prosperity. You, you the name and claim it bunch? Yes, the Bible says that if we, it says that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in this heart, am I in my church? But shall believe those things, come on, that he saith, shall what? Come to pass. He shall what? Have whatever he said. Yes, I'm the name and claim. Oh, you the blabber grabber? Yeah, yeah, we preach the series called. If you can say it, come on, somebody. You can see it. Yeah, we believe. Yeah, we're guilty as charged. We believe in prosperity. We believe that we can speak to a mountain and tell it to be removed. Hallelujah. We believe that we can speak to sickness, that we can rebuke a fever, and the fever will leave somebody's body. That's what happened during COVID. How many of y'all remember? Anybody had COVID in there? Anybody had the symptoms? Did we take authority over it? Did we speak to it? Did we tell it to leave? We are word of faith. And we're not ashamed of the gospel. I wish I had some help in here. We're spirit-filled. Yes, this message is said that the Holy Spirit usually with signs, wonders, and miracles following. Acts 2 and 4 says they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, if you're in here today and you've ever had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I need you to make some noise right now. Hallelujah. If you've ever been filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I want you to jump up on your feet and make the devil nervous by start praying in your heavenly language. We are not ashamed, hallelujah, to pray in tongues, to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. That's how the dead get raised. Hallelujah. That's how the blind receive that sight. Hallelujah. That's how the deaf receive their hearing. Hallelujah. We pray in tongues. We speak in tongues. We sing in tongues. Because we're Holy Ghost filled. Fire baptized. Running for our life. Ah, Christians. We are anointed because the anointing destroys the yoke. some noise. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you ought to make some noise. If you got fire, fire. If you got fire, you ought to say yes. You ought to say yes. Say, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to be spirit filled. I'm not ashamed to be fire baptized. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power. Everybody say power. Everybody say power. Everybody say power. Power. 
I've had people call me in trouble. They were denominational. They were some other faith. They didn't believe like I believed. But you know what, Mama, when I showed up and they was in a crisis and I started unashamedly praying in tongues, you know they didn't stop me? Because they know. That's where the power is. Y'all, I don't know anybody ever raised the dead that didn't pray in tongues. Do you? I don't know anybody that's ever seen a notable miracle. Blind eyes open, ears open, triple bypasses, saves. Somebody had 12 miscarriages. Now that sudden they can have two children. I ain't never seen nobody do that that didn't pray in tongues. Have you? That's where the power is. So I'm out. That's who we are. When you invite people, let them know who we are. Yeah. We're word of faith, spirit filled, separation in time. That's our difference. That's our difference. Like you can find churches that ain't, if that bothers you, find another church that ain't like that. But I'm, I guarantee you over here when you get in trouble, if you ever get a cancer diagnosis, if you're ever in the ICU because you was in an accident and they need somebody to come pray, we, we, them, we them people. And we're not going to come in like the hand pattern, Pastor. I love what Dr. Rogers said. He said, after I preach. And I'm going to tell you now, if you ever get in a situation and you're in ICU or something, and they say, do you want the chaplain? The answer is, well, unless, does he pray in tongues? What do you think the answer is going to be? No. Okay, no. No. Because I don't need nobody to come pat my hand talking about it won't be long. It won't be long. I don't need that. That kind of prayer. What, what you praying for? Praying that I die? I could have laid here and died without you, Pastor. Is that true? What do I need him for? And he's going to have the death angel take me out. Now I want a tongue talk. Fire baptized. Holy Ghost filled. Somebody say amen. Yeah, we, we them people. Y'all remember last week, the, the, the lady? Y'all remember the story? Bellway 8? Y'all, that lady was almost dead on the round. Y'all saw the picture of the car, right? Put the picture back up there, dumb, from last week. 18-wheeler here to going 80 miles an hour. On the driver's side. That lady was supposed to die. Lord told me to get out. I was the first responder on the scene, saw the accident, laid hands, started praying for that lady. Her spirit comes back. And guess how I'm praying? I'm not praying in English. Our Father, our Father, oh, our Father. All that old Baptist stuff we, we learned. Father, oh, our Father. Our Father, oh, our Father. Our Father. No, 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 no. No, I, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. So I'm out there last Friday praying like this. 
Hey, you know, there's like 15 other people out there. Just regular to stop. You know, ain't nobody stopped me. You know, after 15 minutes, that girl came back in her body and woke up. And you better have some power. Somebody say amen. No, 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 the other one. So the one I keep telling you, show the driver's side. The driver's side. Yeah, that's the side, we had. That's the side she was on. The driver. There you go. And when I got there, brother, blood was gushing out. Gushing out. She was choking on her own blood. Do you know, I stayed there till they put on the stretcher. They cut, they cut all her clothes off. Not one scratch. She was awake. She was talking. She wasn't paralyzed. She was moving. Because we got the power. We got the power. Somebody say amen. Everybody, every eye closed.